<laughs> Welcome to another sparkling edition of The Thought Police, the voice you can hear laughing in the background. We haven't even started yet, he's already <laughs> laughing. Kevin O'Sullivan, this is what happens when Fulham actually win a game. I you know, all, I know. We'll, we'll beat that useless crowd of wankers, Everton. <laughs> useless blue twats. I mean, I have to say, I must admit, partly due to former associations, I was quite pleased about that. Um Poor old Ant- uh, Ancelotti got his house burgled. Yeah, as well. he didn't have a bad, he didn't have a good week, he didn't have a good old Carlos. I'll tell you what, week. I was amazed by. I mean, I shouldn't be amazed by it, but apparently he drives around in one of those new Rolls Royce four by fours, which cost about I don't know three hundred thousand quid or something ridiculous. Well, that's probably, I suppose. What, probably what he gets in a week. It probably is, yeah. But still, fucking hell! I mean, have you seen those Rolls Royces? Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're ugly as yeah, sin. they are really ugly. I mean, you car. wouldn't want one. No, no. If somebody gave you one for it's free, like those Porsche four wheelers—they're hideous as mm. well. But Ancelotti, right? You know he. He's a good manager, and Everton have got a good setup. To be fair, but it didn't have piss me off. Everyone going him, and everyone else going. Oh well, you see, poor Everton were tired. No, I saw your Fuck remarks about that. that. Tired doing Fuck what? Fuck that! Tired from what? Playing fucking football. That's yeah. what you paid for. Four of them hadn't played for a week. No, <laughs> here's the reason they lost. It wasn't because they were tired. It's because they were outclassed mm. and outplayed by a far better team on yes. the day. End of. Right. And so has that spurred you on to think that uh, there may be life after uh, the Premier League? In the Premier League, well, we we played our new uh, striker Josh Mar- Josh Marger, and he scored twice. Right. So at last we scored. At last we won. Well, that is part of the game. We, isn't it? Out I mean, of the last fourteen games, goals. Mike, uh, before that, out of fourteen mm. games, we'd drawn ten right. and not won any. Yeah. So uh, we had to start winning, uh, and it was a difficult place to start to Goodison Park mm. first time Fulham have ever won there is that <laughs> the right league ever, Amazing. ever. Uh, so yeah hopefully you never know and Newcastle looked like a pile of shit uh, we actually looked quite good all, all we ever needed to do was score goals yeah. we scored two you never know I'm not giving up yeah. yet okay well I'm still keeping a sort of a weather eye on it all but I may have to start paying a bit more attention I still can't bring myself to watch it. I watched some more rugby at the weekend um, but I just can't bring myself to watch Match of the Day or any other sort of live football, really. Well, I just I can't wanna, I want a fucking warning. I want a warning beforehand. Uh, wa- warning, this game may contain Black Lives Matter kneeling wankers, uh, <laughs> and you may find this offensive. <laughs> oh, my God. I do God. fucking find it offensive. I'm sick to death of it. It's ridiculous. I know. And those Sky commentators all go, we've got to stamp out. We ran out sound for racism. We must stamp out How's that going, racism. by the way? Yeah, it seems to be going very well. Exactly. I mean, every single fucking footballer in the Premier League seems to be getting racially abused. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they've hardly stamped it out, have they? I think every every football club uh, in the Premier League and every footballer should come off social media. Mm. Uh, punish the social media because the social media is, are the vectors that are al- allowing yeah. this racism to go yeah. on. And by being on social media so actively, all these players are only encouraging it. Yes. I see, by the way, today there's a bit of light at the end of the tunnel, although some people have said hey, maybe they should have something better to do since the schools are actually shut. But Gavin Williamson today uh, is, is announcing... that again? Remind me. You remember that bloke who does the old uh, the school teacher but I'm, oh uh, he's the education yeah he yeah, comes down and I he remember talk, him now. talks a bit like that uh, yeah. the education you know, minister education and children are very important I mean so somebody once <laughs> described him as you know not, not a bloke that you think would ever win anything really yeah. uh, including a fight with anyone yeah, yeah. Um, not I'm talking about fisticuffs but I mean he's apparently unveiling some new uh, rule or law or something today uh, which is going to protect the free speech of academics because you know how so many academics have now been yeah. shut down uh, told they can't uh, say the things that they uh, say and told they can't think the things that they think yeah. and they certainly can't teach the things that they want to teach 
and for fear of being kicked out of the university system. Yeah. Um, I had the best idea ever um, a couple of weeks ago to just shut them all fucking down. I know, fucking good I mean, idea. Imagine how much money parents would save, kids would save, they go straight into work, go and get a proper fucking job, yeah. go down the local Tesco's, go to the local petrol station, you know, find a way yeah. to make some money without having to go and get a fucking yeah, degree yeah. in some ridiculously idiotic subject. Don't spend three subject. fucking wasted years at Leicester shit university right. learning about, about why Nelson and <laughs> Churchill are a couple of wankers. You know, what a fucking <laughs> wasted time. I know. What a fucking Absolutely. wasted time. Absolutely. But at least Williamson's done something decent this week, though. I mean, next week maybe I'll open the fucking schools and we can all get back to the normal. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, is that ever going to fucking happen you know I, I love the papers uh, you know all, oh it's the way out lockdown this must be our last lockdown says Boris right yeah but he, he uh, rather caveated that and ruined his optimism so he, he said this must be our last lockdown followed very swiftly by but it might not be yeah. so fuck you oh, Boris. I don't well, I want it to be the last fuck lockdown. off also, we need it to be the last but also everything he's ever said turns out not to happen right I know. whenever he says anything it then uh, the opposite then happens like the following day because I'm just saying this today on the show you know why do we not see any projections from these wankers at Sage about how well things are going do you remember back in they showed you know they showed three fucking slides this week right oh Professor Chris Whitty you know Captain Sensible (laughs) gets up there right and now first slide please and there's only only three (laughs) fucking slides I mean back in November they were doing about 20 yeah. Right? You'd fucking see, oh, it's another load of fucking slides that we've made up. Oh, we'll show you these ones here, but we won't show you what happened before July because that looks, it makes, doesn't make it look so bad. But that looks a lot worse now if you look over here. Why don't they give us, here's what the projections show us for what it's going to be like in April. All that's happened to those little pricks from Sage their whole lives is people have laughed at them because they wear bad clothes. Yeah. They're scientific the geeks. tossers. Geeks. Yeah. yeah, and you know that phrase, the, the meek shall inherit the earth. Well, in a COVID crisis, the geeks <laughs> shall inherit good. the earth. I like that. And they are so fucking powerful now. It's mm. gone to their head. And so as soon as Boris says, well, we'll There's hope, to, we'll hope to be well. back to normal by July, one of them crops up and says, oh, no, we can't even think about it until no. September. It is time to turn around and Sage and say, get back in your fucking geek little holes yeah. you fucking poorly dressed toss pots <laughs> leave us alone we want our lives back yeah and if you don't want to go out that's fine and with if me if you can't do anything about your you know, fashion sense get off the fucking telly also if you don't want to go out that's fine with me because I don't want to fucking meet you anywhere either yeah so well stay I, indoors. I wouldn't mind in some respects if you know what I mean oh, really? fuckers ruining well. our lives <laughs> sort them out you know Right, Whitney, come over here. Let's let's sort this. We'll take this outside. Mind yeah, but we said this the other day when that little um, yobbo had a go at him. It actually made him into more of a yeah. sympathetic figure. So the guy, the kid, actually did us all a disfavour by making everyone feel sorry for old Chris Whitty. Yeah, I did feel sorry for him, and I wouldn't really do that. Obviously, what would? But uh, there you go. Um, but uh, yeah, a they've good got robust argument by the by the side of the bar would be okay. Yeah, yeah, but they've got to uh, be put back in their hole, and Boris has got to start remembering what Margaret Thatcher always said, which was, advisers advise, ministers decide. Yes. That's not the way it's going at the moment. No. Uh, as soon as Boris says, well, let's try and get back to normal by the summer, those fuckers take him aside and say, no, 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 not until no. September. People you, might we die. Are gonna, we are going to have to grow up about this. I know. Uh, if a few people die, it's terrible. But well, people got, have been dying for a long time. We've got to accept it. We yes. cannot be the anti-death league. Since when was it government's role to prevent all deaths? Yeah. We can't have anybody dying. Yes, you fucking can. I spoke to my sister last night, right? And she was telling me that she's going to take a trip to Washington, D.C. Because she's got a couple of friends down there. Uh, and they were up with her for Thanksgiving. And so she's like, yeah, I'm going to go down to Washington, D.C. I said, what are you going to do? 
just want to do whatever I like. The fucking restaurants are all open. You know, uh, I'm going to get on a train. I'm like, oh, so you're going to get on the Acela, which is the fast mm-hmm. train down to Washington yeah. from Connecticut. It takes about, I don't know, four hours or something, five hours. Um, and she's going for the weekend. Yeah. And I'm literally sitting there thinking to myself, we can't do anything. Because she said to me, why have you got any of the kids with you this week? And I said, well, we've, it's half term. So the last time I had one of them up in, in my place in London, mm-hmm. um, they could do their schoolwork because they were doing, you know, homeschooling. So they could put the computer on, they could work. But now they're not doing that. Um, I still don't know why they're having fucking half term, by the way, because these fucking teachers ought to have been working through the whole uh, period. They've been off for nearly a fucking year. When they another <laughs> half week for? And they don't. Well, they don't like kids. Tossers. They don't like being around these kids. Tossers in Parliament. They don't oh yeah, to... we must have a recess yeah, yeah. because you know it's half term recess. Why? Of fucking course. get back to work, you tossers. It's unfucking believable. None of them are going into Parliament anyway. Well, that's right. About but ten of them. But you know, so I, I literally have forgotten. I was trying to work out tonight because we went out for dinner. Do you remember back in July when they so, first reopened the well, restaurant? So when the restaurants opened, yeah. I then went back to that restaurant. I think in December. Uh-huh. In the meantime, I think I've been to one Indian uh, restaurant, one or two Indian restaurants. I think. So I think I've been out for dinner collectively four times. Yeah. Right since last March. Uh, I I'll, mean. And you do a lot more of it than I do. It's a I, fucking joke, isn't I it? I know. I went to uh, uh, my local Indian last week, right? Oh yeah, uh, to get a takeaway. This is your guy that you say yeah, is literally you, every time. There. Every yeah, every time you it, see him, it, he's on the brink of collapse. Yeah, um, and he's a talk radio fan, uh, so that's good. Yeah. Anyway, I sat down, and there's two people uh, on a table in, on the other side of the r- restaurant r- waiting for their takeaways mm. as well. And um, the owner, to my eternal embarrassment, went over to them and said, see that guy over there, he's on talk radio. And like, <laughs> so this is in the middle of Hampstead. I thought, Great. this is going to go down yeah. like a cup of fucking cold yeah, sick. They'll organize you know, it. Oh, yeah, this is going to go down well. Flaming in. torch rally yeah, against yeah. you. Anyway, they both went, you're on talk radio? You come to Solomon? I said, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. He said, we love this guy. goes, we love talk radio. It's the only fucking place talking any sense. (laughs) I mean, you know, so this feeds into my suspicion. This government is paying for these, uh, constantly paying for YouGov polls, Mm. right, to confirm that the vast majority of the public uh, want to carry on locking down. Uh, You know the fucking question they're asking. is In order to prevent millions of deaths, would you support another... Lockdown. It, it isn't. Uh, well, wasn't despi- it interesting last week when I did that poll and yeah. we got something like twenty-eight thousand yeah. people, yeah. all of whom, yeah. or eighty percent of whom, said, "You know, we want to open the economy." Yeah. And of course, we were then attacked by all these people who don't agree with that, saying, "Oh, yeah, well, that's because it's all yeah. talk radio listeners." I simply do not accept that the majority of people out there want to carry on with lockdowns. They I never don't. meet. I never meet anyone. I had an MP on uh, my show last week, uh, and I asked him. Was I said, that what the a- double-barreled guy? Yeah, yeah, um, he was good. Yeah, uh, from uh, the Cotswolds. I asked him, what your constituents? He said, well, funny, my constituents are, you know, mostly old because it's a uh, rich retirement area, Cotswolds. Uh, uh, He said, and you'd expect that they might be a bit wary. Mm. They might want lockdowns. No, every, he said, it's not come across anyone who wants them to continue. This is a phantom uh, majority being invented by the yeah. fucking government. I have it's no doubt nor- about it. Because it's not a normal way to live, is it? No. I mean, I mean, we are suppose in a kind of slight cocoon working in the radio business and the TV business because we see people at work all the time. You know, we come into work and, you know, there appears to be a relative normality going on, even though the building's, you know, a quarter full. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the streets have still got people walking around. But I looked out the window yesterday, funnily enough, uh, from the top floor and looked over London Bridge and it was deserted. There was literally not one person walking 
across one of the busiest parts of what was busy London, yeah. um, you know, about a year ago. Because even a year ago, um, it wasn't until March that everything kind of shut down. Mm, so yeah. a year ago, and if I, I think I saw, well, literally, literally I saw about, that you put a, a, or a picture came up on Facebook that you'd done from last year's yeah, Valentine's Henry, Day. Uh, Henry Valentine's Day, yeah, with, with a balloon. balloon. Yeah. And I thought to myself, well, that's good. Where'd you get the balloon from? And you start finding yourself asking these ridiculous uh, questions like, where do I get fucking balloon from? Yeah. You know, the balloon shop's not open. Yeah, well, the, you know, the government keeps saying we've got to save lives, save lives, save lives, yeah. save lives. Well, How's that know, going? 100,000 people yeah, dead. But also, 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 you know, this, isn't, this is no kind of life. I don't want you to save lives at the expense of anybody being able to live properly. Yeah. We can't live our lives properly. I don't want to save no. lives to that and, extent. And you and I, let's face it, are compared to a lot of people relatively lucky. You know, you've got a nice place to live. You've got a nice person to live yeah, it's with. It's a hell for a you lot know, of people. You know, for an awful lot of people, it's fucking awful. All the people who want to carry on with lockdowns have got big houses, big gardens, yeah. uh, you know, huge kitchens, big massive laptops. dining rooms, laptops. Lots of Apple What about products. poor people living, you know, on the 22nd floor of a tower block mm. and they've got no internet, uh, the telly doesn't work, mm. uh, they haven't got a job, you know, it's and they've got nowhere outside yeah. to go. For them, it is a living hell. About time we started thinking about those people and stop worrying about fucking... In Tarquin and Polly uh, in their fucking house in Amsterdam. I nearly created living hell for myself last night. I was, uh, I came to the conclusion that um, uh, we we did one of those things you should never do, right? At the weekend, decided to confess with all trueness and reality and accuracy exactly how much I'd had to drink. Uh, during the course of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Never do that. Makes you I mean, feel bad about yourself. Well, it wasn't so much it made me feel bad about myself. It was that the mother of my children said, you should be fucking dead, right? Because <laughs> I thought, I'll tell you what, because like, I did try in the new year, I said, right, I'm going to try and take a couple of days off a week. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, Tuesday, maybe Sunday, because uh-huh. I don't normally drink. Anyway, so last night I thought, right, I'm not going to drink. Monday night, I'm going to make some shepherd's pie, um, watch a movie, and I'm not going to drink. And so I made the shepherd's pie. That was all good. Uh, I've got this thing that I do with the pots, right? So you have like a pot of, um, uh-huh. of, of uh, mashed potato. Uh-huh. Put water in it, stick it on the top of the stove uh-huh. and boil the water. And so it clears out all the potatoes. So by the time you're washing it in the sink, uh-huh. um, it's, it's a lot easier to clean. Anyway, um, so I then um, go into the living room, start watching something. I can't remember what it was. Um, and then... My sister texts me to say, oh, I'm, ready, I'm around if you want to give me a call. And I walk into the kitchen. I could smell this kind of slight acrid smell. And I thought, that's, that doesn't smell right. It smells like some electrical fire or something like that. So I look at the washing machine, which was on. It got to some point where I thought there's a fire in the building, right? So I'm in the front door to look out into the corridor because <laughs> I thought, I'm going to have to fucking evacuate the building. You know? What the fuck is going on? And I couldn't place it. I couldn't place the smell. And then suddenly I come into the kitchen again and I see that the bloody... Um, the, 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 the hot plate was on and the fucking pot had literally burned dry. Bloody hell. I mean, how it didn't explode. So you just forgot, yeah? I just forgot Fuck it was there, sake. right? And it stank the fucking plate. I had to open the window. I thought I was going to die of some kind of toxic fumes, yeah. you know. And then I said, anyway, so I said to my sister, I said to Mari, who you know, I said, oh, fuck it, I'm just going to have a drink. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I've tried not drinking. Get over the trauma of the burnt pot. Everything's gone wrong. Yeah, get over the trauma of the burnt pot. Let's have a drink, absolutely. So this morning, um, I had to, uh, you know, I had to wait for it to cool down, gingerly put it into a black dustbin bag with some other rubbish and chuck it away. So <laughs> I'm going to have to buy a new fucking pot now. You know. Well, that's another reason to have a drink. I know, um, absolutely. Talking about reasons to have a drink, uh, uh, Donald Trump 
He doesn't Did you drink, see the rally in Florida? Be, uh, I know. I mean, see, I mean, and whose fault is this? Dozy Pelosi, Dozy Nancy, Pelosi. the useless politician, Did you see the, the worst state Democrat of her in the history after, of Democrats. After they, I mean, we said all this, right? Did we not say this is a waste of time? Yeah, all it's going to do knew. is make him more popular than ever, which is true, right? There's something like twenty thousand people rallying in Florida for him, right? Because it was President's Day, bizarrely, yeah. yesterday. And when I spoke to Sebastian Gorka the other day, he's already set up his office, the office of the 45th President of the United States, or whatever it is. Um, and he's going to, whether he runs or not, he's going to control the Republican Party for the next four years. You see, the way uh, some people say Nancy is a very clever old politician. No, no she's, she's not. fucking not dim as arseholes. Uh, but they say that what she was trying to do was to delib- deliberately revive Donald Trump because Donald Trump will divide the Republicans. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I don't believe that. Well, I don't think that's happened. I think because... she was trying to stamp him into the ground. Because right. did you hear her after the Senate yeah. acquitted him? Oh, she, she was sounded furious. Deranged. I know. Yeah, cowardly. Republicans didn't vote. Well, everybody knew he was going to be acquitted. Yeah, of course. Uh, I think what shocked her, didn't shock us because no. we, we predicted it, was the extent to which she has succeeded in reawakening the Trump yeah, lion. of course. He's back up and running thanks to her arrant stupidity. And isn't it also interesting that all of those people who are critics of Trump sound like Ramonas. Yeah. They sound like the people that warned us about all the terrible things that were going to happen because yeah. of Brexit, right? Yeah. So so now, for example, I heard somebody on one radio station, not ours, talking about how he's going to be done in New York City uh, for mortgage fraud because the uh, the current uh, US attorney in New York is leaving at the end of the year and he wants to get him before he goes. And you go, well, that doesn't sound like justice to me. That sounds like somebody who's got a fucking hard-on for him who wants to do him in. Just, then apparently he's going to be done for interfering in the election uh, in Georgia because yeah, he had a phone call with, yeah. the, with the governor. Uh, and then he's going to be done somewhere else. But it's all this stuff that's well, the same old shit that they said about well, the EU. And then the EU's going to do this and then the EU's going to do that. We're going to run out of food. We're going to run out of medicine. We're going to run out of uh, the ability to fucking speak. Mm. Bollocks, are we? Yeah, but uh, in in America, uh, these are big mistakes. These are the opponents of Trump who are trying to haul him over the coals legally. But all three of those high-profile cases will just succeed in getting him into the headlines and galvanizing his support. (laughs) 75 million people voted for that guy Mm. uh, in the last election. Uh, He is incredibly popular. Pelosi and her dumbass friends cannot the democrats they cannot the democrats they cannot conceive of his popularity no, so they think they don't get it they think by going trump's terrible trump's terrible that it'll be good for yeah. them it is exactly the opposite you are uh, galvanizing this guy you are giving him fuel you are helping him uh, resurge he's going to be massive over the next he four years i reckon he's going to stand now. right well i mean according to those people in the know um the ones like um uh, Mitt Romney, who voted against Trump. These are all a busted flush. I mean, as Gorka said, Romney was offered a position in the White House um, or came crawling to try and get one. And Trump decided and Trump to said, much actually, of a no. Yeah. And Mitt Romney, let's remember, was one of the worst fucking candidates yeah. of all time yeah. when he tried yeah. to become president. Yeah. And also, Mitch McConnell. I mean, only in America would you be brazen enough to vote in favour of President Donald mm. Trump and then afterwards say, oh, well, I had to do that. Uh, and here's why. But basically, the guy's a loser. He's a scumbag. And I fucking hate him. 
I mean, how is yeah, that? Because in any he's way... trying to have his cake and eat it. Yeah, but how is that too? in any way showing integrity of any kind? Well, he hasn't got any. I'd have had more he's, respect for him. He's if a wily old him. Washington campaigner who's got no moral compass. But whatsoever. that's what everybody who voted for Trump hates. Yeah, but but with Mitch McConnell, uh, I'm no fan of Mitch McConnell. I think what he did did to Trump in the acquit in the uh, impeachment was disgraceful, just mm. disgusting. Uh, but uh, with him, the Republicans come first. Yeah. So what Mitch McConnell did not want on, under any circumstances was a Republican president to be successfully impeached. Mm. Uh, so he needed to vote against the impeachment. Uh, but it was a disgusting, you know, duplicitous thing oh, just to awful. do. I mean, it just made me think, what an absolute scumbag you are. But it proves, what a, you know, that she is, Nancy really is Dozy Pelosi. Yeah. Uh, because everybody also, knew. Why is she still working? She's about eighty she's, fucking she's five. About one hundred and ten, if she's a day. And do you know what? After uh, Trump's inevitable acquittal. Uh, where she was clearly genuinely surprised. Yeah. Uh, but suddenly she sounded every one of her 123 mm. years. Mm. She suddenly sounded really, really. Oh, also, this woman didn't have the guts to vote for what was right. Like fucking Harry Potter. Well, that's what she sounded like. Maybe that's like. where she should end oh, up. Oh, witchy poo. Maybe fuck off, Nancy. Nancy should just fuck off. Now, while we're it. on the subject of America, I want to mention a guy. You might not have ever met him, but did you ever meet the Oliver brothers when you were in America? They worked in New York. Dick Oliver was a great guy. He had originally been the news editor of the New York Daily News, and he was one of the few Americans when we were in Costello's that would drink with the Brits because he kind of loved the Brits. He got the Brits. You know, uh-huh. He also did a radio show, um, on, which I actually appeared on once or twice from the news building. But he then ended up working for Fox News as their sort of early morning reporter. And bizarrely, he's one of those guys, if you look it up on YouTube, um, who's doing a report from downtown Manhattan on September the 11th and the plane flies into oh, the right, building yeah, behind him, yeah. you know, but he's not doing that, but he happens to be there because he was always around and about. Um, I mean, he once went on, he did all sorts of wacky things. He once went on, there's a place called Governor's Island, which is yeah. one of these little islands in, yeah. in the sort of the estuary it, yeah. of New York. It, yeah. And there's a golf course there, but you're only allowed to play it if you get invited by um, the guy who runs Governor's Island, who's like some Coast Guard bloke, right? Yeah. Known and, as the governor. Yeah, the governor. <laughs> and, um, and so he went and he, and, he, and he filmed himself hitting shots out of a bunker on Governor's Island. He did that kind of stuff. But his, he died a couple of years ago. He was a great guy. But his brother, Chris, was even uh, more hilariously funny. Never seen anyone drink as much as him. He literally never was never without a bottle of beer. All he drank was beer. And he lived, they had an apartment underneath the Brooklyn Bridge, effectively. Uh-huh. Um, and there was a place called the Bridge Cafe that was open in the morning. He used to go there and have about three or four beers before he went to work for the New York Post Fuck in the morning. And I mean, the amount of drink that was taken, that was when the Post was downtown. Um, right at the bottom of Manhattan Island. When New York was a proper city. Yeah, and we used to go and play golf uh, up in a place called the Delaware Water Gap. And it's the first time ever this has happened to me, and the only time. Um, it was about seven or eight in the morning. And, of course, um, he had a, a bottle opener attached to his car keys, right? Because in case he wanted <laughs> to open a fucking a bottle. While driving. While driving. Because in America, I'll tell you what, in the 80s, people did that all the time. Drank and drive. I yeah. mean, in Texas, I've talked about this. They had a drive through beer place. You could go and buy a case of beer <laughs> and put it on the side of the car and just fucking drink yeah. it while you're driving, right? That's the only way and, forward. And, and they were really pissed off when the law changed. They're like, what do you mean you can't drink and drive? You know. Anyway, so we're driving up, I think it was Route 80, to get up to the Delaware Water Gap. And he opens his beer. Asked me if I want one. I was like, I'm, I'm going to wait until after the game, actually, Chris. It's fine. And, I mean, he, was, he never appeared to be drunk, right? Yeah. But suddenly the car died. Just died. And so we've been, it's quite a new Subaru, right? And I'm thinking, oh, fucking hell. So he calls AAA or whatever it is. They come out. And um, 
they checked the car out and they said well it seems to be fine I mean try the engine again turns it on starts straight away we've been sitting there for about an hour waiting for the fucking guys to come up you know what he'd done what as he was opening the bottle of beer he'd switched off the fucking ignition <laughs> and the car, the car just came to cheers <laughs> car just came to a stop well, it's America for you. That's America. America. So let's talk about the world's worst American, just briefly. Go on. Meghan fucking Markle. Oi. Jesus Oh, Christ. God, I'd completely forgotten about her for talk a moment. Talk about uh, hypocrisy central. Eh? Oh, oh, they God. want to get away from it all. They want their privacy. Here's a picture of me being pregnant. Here's me making an announcement, as the Daily Star said, to 7.6 yeah. billion people around the world. Oh, and by the way, uh, we are doing an interview with... Opera well, I love Winter. their, their They've already recorded it. The the headline yesterday was great. The headline today was even better. You know, publicity shy yeah, uh, couple exactly. to do interview on Who global the fuck TV. Do they think they're kidding? But also, you know, I was talking to Mark Bukowski about this earlier yeah, today. I heard, yeah. Um, I don't think they're as big in America as we think they are. You know, because she's a fucking nobody, right? She may be trying to carve out this kind of you know place in history for herself. Mm. But the only uh, kudos that she's got is because she's married, as you said last week. It's into the royal family. That's how you make a lot, fucking lot of money. It's what Mike Tyndall did, and it's obviously what she's now doing. But, you know, Mark uh, Borkowski, a good friend of mine, a lot of admiration for him. He, yeah. knows, he knows what he's talking about. However, he did sort of talk in terms of what Harry and Meghan have done so far, mm. as if they've really achieved something. Right. They've really set up this project, and it's going very, very well, as if what they've done is difficult. Mm. Uh, these two twats, all they had to do was say, uh, come and get us. Yeah. And all these Hollywood pricks would have done just so. that that's netflix uh, i can see what they're getting at there'll be a certain amount of interest in whatever they yeah, but do whatever they do is not going to be that i don't good. think they're going to get their 100 million but i really no, don't but no. but i can see what they're thinking is same for spotify yeah you know certainly their third first broadcasts uh will probably be commercially successful or numerically successful i think it'll be the law of diminishing returns after I that don't but, see their, but let's I not mean, let's not fucking tell these two people that they've really achieved anything that they're they've somehow all they've done geniuses. is go, hey, look, we're fucking royal. Yeah. Give us some money. Right. Oh, okay then. Yeah, except we don't want to be royal. I mean, what I'd like to well, see, they right? they do, don't is, they? Well, that's the thing. I said to him, you know, the one thing that they're saying they hate is their fucking selling point. You know, the whole point of them is that he's a member of the royal family. Yeah. Without him being a member of the royal family, they're just, as I said before, a pair yeah. of fucking narcissists. Yeah, yeah. You know. I mean, don't forget, by the way, this privacy-loving woman, uh, uh, when she had a miscarriage in the mm. su- uh, a couple of months back, she didn't let that one go uh, missing well, either. You know, no, she well, wrote a piece for the, uh, the New York Times saying, I've had a miscarriage. I know. The woman does not know the meaning of the word privacy. No, of course not. And she wants what she wants, really. Uh, and you've spoken about this on your show as well, um, is for nobody to write anything about her that she hasn't approved. Yeah, I know. And that's not how it works. No, Although, no. because of this fucking judge in this country who's given that uh, Mail on Sunday case to her, mm-hmm. um, you know, she may get her way there because you know what she's going to do. Every time anybody writes anything that she doesn't like, mm. she'll just announce there's another fucking lawsuit coming. Yeah, well, uh, I just hope to high heaven that uh, the Mail on Sunday do appeal against that ludicrous mm. summary judgment. Summary judgments have to be thrown have to be thrown out of the system. Yeah. They should not exist. You shouldn't be allowed to go to court 
without going to court. Open justice. Right? You know, how on earth can you say a judge? How can a judge say, uh, I don't need to hear any of the Mail on Sunday's yeah. defence because I've decided mm. that this wonderful princess must win? Classic piece of establishment arse kissing. Hobnobbery. Arse kissing. Yeah. Uh, a stupid decision that must be overturned. I mean, who knows whether the Mail on Sunday is right or Megan is right? Mm. Uh, the fucking judge doesn't. That's for damn sure. No, it, it should be held in open court. Also, in my, in my sort of sense of what celebrity is and in what you're allowed to say about celebrities, I much prefer the American system, which is that basically you can say the thing you want. Yeah, well, that letter, because, I think, can be published yeah, in America. Well, she spoke about her relationship with her father, right? Mm. Now, if her father decides unilaterally to offer that letter up to a newspaper that she sent him yeah. because she's been talking about yeah. him... Yeah. Surely that is a relevant piece. I think she could do it in America. I think that letter can be published. It's a relevant piece of news. And also, what about Thomas Markle? Thomas Markle uh, seems to have been excluded from the equation here. This guy wanted to go to court. He felt exploited by his wife, uh, his daughter. He felt uh, that that letter uh, was an insult to their... He he, wanted his day in court. He was expunged as well by a judge who told the British people uh, that the justice system was not necessary in this case. He was able to decide uh, and uh, this was clearly he said it was excessive on the part yeah. of the mail on Sunday that's not your decision to make mate no exactly also for the want of, uh, of any other reason he might have just wanted to get to court to meet his daughter who basically hasn't seen him for years or, or hasn't to... bothered to show him uh, the, the, the grandson that, that he's never met hasn't well, bothered to introduce get... her husband to him let's get that right to see his daughter again and to meet his son-in-law for the very first yeah. time he's and never met Harry and he's never met his grandson yeah I know fucking outrageous I mean what sort of a woman who claims yeah. to be filled with compassion yeah. does that she's full of shit <laughs> <laughs> I think that's right uh, possibly uh, you'll be hearing from her lawyers now because she'll claim she's yeah. not. Yeah, but of course, me. you know. So sue me, <laughs> Megan. Why not? You fucking sued everyone else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's still a bunch of lawsuits on the go. But absolutely fucking unreal. It really is quite remarkable. And I think we do. I mean, I saw a, a tweet from somebody today that said maybe we should just ignore them. But, but it's, the not, it's is, not possible. They it's, are, it's difficult to ignore They're a good story. Them. They are a good story. And also, um, they kind of need to be stopped from doing this kind of virtue signalling. I mean, they are the king and queen of virtue signalling, right? What I'd love to see is the queen just doing one of those queen-type things and just going, do you know what? It's great that you're happy with your new wife and your new home in California, Mm. but you now have absolutely no connection to the royal family. It's like that scene in Goodfellas, you know, where where the boss goes to to Henry Hill, and now I've got to turn my back. He gives him like three grand. Henry Hill fucks off knowing that he's probably going to die. Yeah. Um, And that's the scene I want to see. At Buckingham Palace, I want to see Harry walking out, having been brought in by fucking Rolls Royce, walking out without a car, Mm. without a title, and without a fucking penny to his fucking name. Well, this Oprah Winfrey interview that I think they've already recorded. Oh, have they? uh, That seems to be the word. But certainly if they haven't, they're going to. Mm. Uh, But the word is they've already recorded it. Really? Uh, that was the final straw for the palace. So when's that going to go out then? Will it be before Mar- he turns March. up? No, oh, so before he comes be, here. Yeah. Then, so, but apparently the word is at the palace that that's it. Uh, they've now uh, busted their flush, and the palace uh, will possibly even strip them of their royal. Well, they should. Highness 
I don't even know why that's they're calling the him that. That's I mean, the how the fucking want. hell does he get away with calling himself His Royal Highness? Well, because he's allowed to at the moment, but they should take it away from him. And by the way, one more fucking thing. Mm. Is it possible that we can get from Harry, or can he be banned from ever showing us his fucking horrible feet again, his hobbit feet? His feet, yeah. Fuck me, what were they? Like, fucking well, giant Well, I mean, they feet. were too near the camera for a yeah, start. Yeah, yeah. They did look like those, you know those those fake feet that people used to wear? Yeah. Uh, when you went to a fancy like dress Boney M. Yeah. That or, guy or in like Boney M. you were pretending to be Sandy Shaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fucking know. great thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, like... <laughs> <laughs> like a yeti cloud, like cloud feet he's, he's a right? fucking his royal yeti <laughs> prince harry what a fuck with i mean the fucking feet are disgusting I don't know. show us your feet i know absolutely just fuck off yeah fuck off both of you full <laughs> of shit <laughs> we'll see you next week why do we not see any projections from these wankers at sage about how well things are going you yeah. remember back in they showed you know they showed three fucking slides this week, right? Yeah. Old pro- Professor Chris Whitty, you know Captain Sensible, <laughs> gets up there, right? And the uh, first slide, please. Yeah, and, slide. There's only, and there's only <laughs> three <laughs> fucking slides. <laughs> I mean, back in November they were doing about twenty, yeah. right? You'd fucking see. Oh, it's another load of fucking slides that we've made up. Oh, we'll, hit, we'll, we'll, we'll show you these ones here, but we won't show you what happened before July because that looks it makes doesn't make it look so bad. But that looks a lot worse now if you look over here. Why don't they give us? Here's what the projections show us for what it's going to be like in April. All that's happened to those little pricks from Sage their whole lives is people have laughed at them because they wear bad clothes. They're scientific tossers. Geeks. Yeah. Yeah, and you know that phrase, the the meek shall inherit the earth. Well, in a COVID crisis, the geeks (laughs) shall inherit the earth. I like that. And they are so fucking powerful now. It's Mm. gone to their head. And so as soon as Boris says, well, we'll hope to to be back to normal by July, one of them crops up and says, oh, no, we can't even think about it until September. It is time to turn around the sage and say, get back in your fucking geeky little holes, you fucking poorly dressed toss pots. (laughs) Leave us alone. We want our lives back. Fuck it, I'm just going to have a drink. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I've tried not drinking. Get everything's, over the trauma everything's, of the burnt pot. Everything's gone wrong. Yeah, get over the trauma you know. of the burnt pot. Let's yeah. have a drink, absolutely. So this morning, um, I had to, uh, you know, and I'd wait for it to cool down, gingerly put it into a black dustbin bag with some other rubbish and chuck it away. So <laughs> I'm going to have to buy a new fucking pot now. You know. Oh, is that another reason to have a drink? She's full of shit. <laughs> I think that's right. Uh, possibly uh, you'll be hearing from her lawyers now because she'll claim she's yeah. not. Yeah, but of course, me. you know. So sue me, <laughs> Megan. Why not? You fucking sued everyone else. <laughs> <laughs>